Welcome to Financial Fridays Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each week, my goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge in short, focused sessions of 10 minutes or less. And this week, I'm going to talk about what I think are the top 10 tips for young people to achieve financial success. My first tip is to take the time to track your expenses. In my experience, people really seem to despise tracking their expenses. I think the reason likely has to do with when you know you're spending money rather frivolously, you feel guilty about it, and who wants to feel guilty? I prefer to look at it a little differently, where knowing what your expenses are gives you power over how your money is actually being spent. You can then choose to make the transaction or not. You'd be surprised at how much money you won't spend once you start tracking expenses. My second tip, use time to your advantage. Time is either an asset or a liability. Um, The good news is you get to choose. The compounding effect of money is absolutely amazing over time. In other words, the earlier you get started and leverage time, the better off you're going to be in the long run. The third tip I have is to start saving for retirement now and target a minimum of 15% of your income. Again, as I just said a couple of seconds ago here, the compounding effect that money has over time is absolutely amazing. The earlier you get started, the more you'll save. The more the account will grow and the less you'll have to save later on in the future. Tip number four, don't buy a house too large. So many young people buy a house much bigger than they need. And what this does is because of the cost of upkeep, higher taxes and utilities, it prevents you from saving more money for some of the more important things in life, like retirement or maybe even a second home on the Cape. If you want to accumulate a million dollars when you retire... Simply buy a house that's 2,000 square feet instead of four. If you save and invest the differential regularly, a million dollars is pretty much right on the money. Tip number five, stay the heck away from credit card debt. Credit card debt is a killer. And in the long run, um, it has a negative compounding effect on your wealth. I call it net worth cancer. You want to avoid credit card debt like the plague. Number six, this is one you probably expect to hear from mom and dad, but not your financial advisor. But this is really important. You want to marry right the first time. Divorces can be financially crippling, never mind the impact it can have on other members of your family. And interestingly, one of the main reasons people get divorced is because of financial problems. And one of the main reasons they have financial problems is because husbands and wives don't often, they're not often on the same page when it comes to money. So that's something you really want to think about. If you get your financial life in order and listen to all my tips, there's a good chance you're going to stay married. Number seven. Don't spend big money on cars. So many people spend tons of money over the years driving expensive vehicles. And just like buying a house that's too large, you get more than a car than you need, and you're spending money that you really don't necessarily need to that could have been saved for longer-term things like retirement and education. Number eight's another one you probably would have thought you heard from mom and dad. But this uh, this is really interesting. Eat right and exercise. Did you know that healthy people spend way less on health care needs than people who are not in good health? Interesting. Do a little research on that. It's, a, it's an interesting read. Number nine. This is really huge in our generation today. Practice lifetime learning. Technology is changing every aspect of our lives so much more quickly than we ever would have thought. So you need to stay educationally nimble because you may end up having to change professions um, in relatively short periods of time, unlike previous generations. It's interesting that many people today are obsolete in their early 50s. And when then they you know, are forced to uh, live off savings, 
um, until they find another job, and that can have a real, uh, real challenge, real problem when it comes to retirement. Number 10, set written financial goals for yourself. Statistics tell us that simply having written goals increase the likelihood of you actually hitting them. You can uh, actually uh, listen to a podcast I did not too long ago on that very subject. And that's my top 10 list for young adults. But let me throw in a couple of pointers for kids. One thing I'm a big fan of is teaching kids good money habits. And interestingly, parents will save hundreds of thousands of dollars to prepare their kids for, for college education. Um, so they'll get higher salaries in life, but never teach them what to do with the salaries they will one day earn. The number one thing I think it's important for children to learn is to earn and save money. You should, without question, give your kids a paycheck for doing chores around the house and then show them they need to save some of the money that they earn, say 20% or so, and then you let them spend the rest. You can also take this opportunity a step further and have them give money out of their earnings to a charity, church, or synagogue, or what have you, um, so you can teach them important values that your family may have. The second thing you might want to teach them is that different jobs pay differently. Consider paying them less or more for certain types of jobs around the house. That way they can distinguish early on that there are differences in a pay scale. Parents that, have, uh, parents that do this have children who generally reach for higher paying positions in the future. But you've got to be careful, too, because you're not going to also start World War III around the house if you've got a couple of kids and one's earning more than the other. Watch out for that one. I learned that one the hard way. The third thing to teach them is how to negotiate. Now, you know, it seems that all children come out of the womb with the ability to manipulate mom and dad. Uh, but they don't often make the connection that they should try to manipulate and negotiate things in their favor across all aspects of life. A good place to give this a shot is at, say, a flea market. I used to bring my kids to these just so they could understand that just because someone wants a particular price for something, it doesn't mean you have to pay for it. Another good place to learn this, although I hate the process itself, is bring your kids along the next time you purchase a car and let them see the haggling process in action. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you found the information useful, please share it with people who may benefit from it. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridayspodcast.com.